0: and destroy
1: all the water in his body. Stage is where I belong anyway.
2: These are really damn good cheese curds!
3: International.
4: I love it too much.
5: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Eden Prairie Players presents episode episode twelve, Homecoming. I am your host Tim Williams, and I am joined by the great David Durkee, Share Uf, Taryn Verley, and Cavs Lauren. Um.
1: Yeah. Hi, guys. How have y'all been? Well, homecoming. I feel like we're in a Spider-Man movie.
5: I mean, it's homecoming for one of you. <laughs> it's been two weeks after uh, Cher flung her pencil at the screen and stormed off.
2: <laughs> My computer will never be the same.
5: <laughs> <laughs> how are how what how are how are you doing after that, Cher?
2: i've <sighs> been taking some deep breaths i've been processing it it's the anger been good. management
1: classes are going well well know. you know it's going to be uh i'm
2: trying oh. to be friendly to you know things with that are made out of wood with lead in them it, it's all good you so we'll know it it's goes. not really lead so don't even go there
5: Graphite. <laughs> right. um so uh yeah uh, actually the big thing, uh, yeah, let's do a quick check-in, see what everyone has been up to and yeah, share what have you been up to actually?
2: You know, theater wise, I'm getting my total fix with this oh. and you know how other people have like FOMO, fear of missing out, like, oh, I gotta mm-hmm. be in something, you know, and I, so many theater junkies, my life is full of people who are theater junkies and I love them dearly, but I'm not one of them. I don't, I'm like totally content with my life and my what i do for work and my family and my editing video gig on the side so but, about to- but i've got this so if i didn't maybe i'd have some fomo right now
5: i'm about to say I'm, that's what happened with me like at the start of the pandemic because i really got into dnd at the start because i was like i am i have creatively stalled and I had like writer's block, but for some reason, I could come up with like, here's what I'm going to do for a whole session of D&D. And so this has been like a creative, uh, this has been a creative scratch that itch. So- uh,
2: <laughs> You've got some magic there, Tim. Oh, Just thanks. All
5: right. So uh, moving onwards, uh, and that way I don't forget, Taryn Burley, what have you been up to?
0: <laughs> um taryn burley had her first workshop for the darling play uh this past weekend and it went really well thank you for asking that's good um i do have dates for you guys finally um,
2: is mine cute <laughs> i, I what prefer cute. figs
5: ah dates i get it inspiration to both of you <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I can't even get dates now. You people are sad. So <laughs> oh, that's people great.
5: Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to share those dates now or do you want to share them at the end of the podcast? Make sure people I'll share them listening.
0: at the end. I'm still angry right now.
5: <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess we'll move on. uh Kaz, what have you been up to?
3: Oh, the better question is, what have I not been up to? I am doing, I am directing a radio play with Eden Prairie Players, which is exciting. Yes, I'm sure
5: David has information for us.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I am doing a reading with, um, a script reading with uh, Threshold Theater that's going to be coming out, I think, in May. I don't have those dates, but yeah. And then I just accepted uh, a role in a very emotional current event play, 10 minute play at the 10 minute festival with um, Lakeshore Players Theater. Oh my. Which I'm really excited about. Um, and then I'm doing a murder mystery on Mother's Day. And
2: how fitting. Just
3: busy, busy, busy. <laughs> i'm busy 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 i love it i have had to put personal projects on the back burner but um i will be really really excited once i get my calendar like
2: when does the lakeshore 10 minute play when does that come out
3: you know i will have more information on that i think we're we like we're just like submitting like bios and headshots by the 30th so and i we just we just had our first like virtual rehearsal yesterday. Okay. So um I'm really, really excited. Um, because it's a role that's it's going to definitely push me and I'm super stoked. But busy, busy, busy and loving it. And of course I'm doing this wonderful thing. And that's I true. enjoy it.
5: And we're glad to have you. Um, yeah, so is that
3: Lakeshore going to be on stage? It is going to be on stage, but it's going to be filmed. Oh. So it's not going to it's going to be a so it's virtual, but not virtual. It's kind of a pre-filmed thing, I think. You're not ready for an audience yet.
5: Okay. Not yet. I'm about, a lot of I'm about to say, uh, you're talking about a Mother's Day murder mystery, and I have a story about a Mother's Day murder mystery show. Um, when I used you to live is in- Is your mother? No, 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 no. Is it a Actually, true story? It is a true <laughs> story. Um, when I lived in Iowa, I did a murder mystery show, and for the first time, I was like, I got my mom and dad to go, and they ended up, They're like, during the show, the producers are just like, yeah, no, anybody you know will not sit next to you. They'll just have to, they'll be somewhere um, else and you just have to tell them that don't recognize you and everything. Yeah, my parents were seated literally to my right during the show. (laughs) And so I'm just like, and I never realized how hard it is as an actor to pretend to not know your own parents. (laughs) So. (laughs) I just remember during one of the show, I literally turn and go, "Hey, how's it going?" shoot <laughs> my parents, and I'm like, "Nope, shouldn't do that." But later, <laughs> but later, later in the scene, so what happens is, I am a, I am one of the character actors who ends up dying later as one of the people, because what it is is the murder mystery is like there are three people who are guilty, and they end up getting murdered by the one guy who's actually committing the murders. From because there is a cold case that the people have to solve. And then um, the detectives on stage are currently solving why all these other people are dying. And so, um, basically, I'm one of those... double
3: three- murder mis- Yeah,
5: basically. I was one of those people that die, and I die because a uh, fight starts, and then this person is supposed to slap me, and then the lights are supposed to go out, and then I'm supposed to die. Um, usually by gunshot, but this time around, we were doing poison. However... We were doing this, and the guy, because it was, was like, because usually it's a guy and a girl, but this time it was a guy. The guy uh, pushes me, and then he slaps me. And just as he's about to slap me, I realize he's wearing a ring. No, oh, ow. Oh. And I, when I tell you, he slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> like, he slapped me so hard, I fell down. My shoe fell off. And I'm supposed to <laughs> act like I'm poisoned and then dying from it because like immediately I'm getting that loud ringing noise in my ear from it and I'm just like and all I hear is the uh detective who's grabbing me by the arm trying to like drag me out he's laughing while what's going on so uh yeah that was my parents experience seeing me as an actor so <laughs>
3: Uh, I told yeah. you he shouldn't be doing this. This <laughs> isn't safe for him. He shouldn't be doing this. I'm not going to another one of his shows. I don't care how much he pays me. My dad want to see my baby get hurt.
5: My dad came up afterwards I was like, they flapped the shit out of you. <laughs> you did, mean, but that's
3: acting one on one. Take your ring off
5: your hand. Right. And Jeez. I was like, afterwards, he comes out. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like. So, um, yeah, so that was my experience with it. Any Hoosiers, uh, I feel like we've done a lot of sharing. Miss
1: David. Oh, I did miss David. Someone has to be forgotten every round.
5: I mean, sorry. David, what have you been up to?
1: Just the same old stuff I've been up to for whatever, nine years. (laughs) Um, Hopefully by the time this is aired, we will have cast the radio plays and maybe even be announcing air dates and stuff mm. we'll see um so keep an eye out for it all right eden as players.com yep keep an eye on eden or on eden prairie
5: players on instagram twitter or facebook all right i feel like we've had enough of a chit chat tonight uh shall we get started playing no more friendliness uh, no more friendliness <laughs> hit me from now on it's pure enemies against enemies all right so uh as you all remember as we walk as you guys approached and entered the town you notice that um basically there is a huge statue to two half elves and one of them you recognize as kale and the other you recognize as keen so what do you guys do
2: I run up and I hug Kale.
5: So uh, we see basically, uh, we see Keen basically hop out of the cart that you guys are riding up in and you just see her run out and like just run up and hug the statue. And as you hug the statue, like you get this like good, you hug the statue for a good five to ten seconds. And as you do so, as you let go and you turn around, you notice that everybody in the town is looking at you now. So what do you, do you do anything before they say anything?
2: Keen he ducks her head and just tries to go back with her people.
5: And so as you go to do that, somebody kind of steps in front of you and goes, it,
2: it's you. I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you?
5: And so he goes, you're the one that saved this town.
2: You gotta be talking about somebody else, dude.
5: And as he does that, he turns you around and he points to the other person, which is not Kayle. He points to the statue that is uh, a dead ringer for you. You think
2: that is must... a good-looking statue? I must say.
5: I and he goes, definitely. he
1: goes. You think we would have forgotten what you've done for us? Well, I think somebody's forgotten. One. I think
2: somebody has forgotten. Um what what exactly do tell what this statue did for you.
5: And so uh he turns and he looks and he looks around to like everybody else who kind of just gives like this nod of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she seems okay, she seems on a level. And she goes, and he goes to be honest, I'm not entirely surprised. If I was being perfectly honest, we thought you were dead. No one had seen you or your brother since that fateful day. It is why we made these uh, statues to begin with. And so um, he goes, 10 years ago, an evil swept over this city. In fact, he actually, as he does so, he kind of does a sweeping gesture, and you see that he basically um, points over to a cathedral just north of the town. You see that abandoned cathedral? 10 years ago, a great evil inhabited it. An evil that abducted both you and your brother. You see, we sent our greatest warrior out to stop him. And that greatest warrior seemed to have failed. But just then, a burst of energy came from that area and washed over the lands. And next thing we knew, that evil was gone.
4: So we all, sorry, go on.
2: I was just gonna say that is a great story.
5: It's the truth.
2: You should write that down.
5: And she and he goes. It's actually right here. And he hands you a brochure, and it says, "Dolry, the town of Keenan Kale." <laughs> Can I keep this? And he goes, "Yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, in fact, uh, if if you could sign it, that would be. Well, I don't want to seem like I'm starstruck, but you are the
4: savior of this town."
2: My name is Sally, but I I like your story.
5: Roll deception. (laughs) Yeah, think you can get out of
2: this.
5: (laughs) All right, so that first roll, since you rolled twice, is a six, and so there goes, do you honestly think that I would have forgotten you when I raised you? after your parents had died.
2: Can you tell everyone else it's not me?
5: He takes a second and he goes, all right.
2: Thanks, Dad.
5: And he goes, it's not Dad. The name is Denarius. But we will- Come again? Denarius we'll reacquaint soon and he turns he goes he turns and immediately as he turns you notice that his face just drops to an immediate sullen that the the hero that he thought he met wasn't it and he goes my people my people i am unfortunate to say that this is not the keen that we keen or kale that we were looking for which is with grave misfortune however this is a this is a friend who has heard about our town and its misgivings and has come to hear our story. This is Sally, everyone. And hopefully hey. and hopefully, you will give them the great hospitality that we know Dalry is. And uh, as soon as he finishes that, people start kind of like, oh, shucks. And they do that kind of like they turn the kick the dirt and you see this cloud of dirt kind of arise as they walk away. Um, yeah. And so he turns back to you and he goes, There is much we should probably discuss. And he turns over and looks over your shoulder and goes, Are these your friends?
2: Whatever you say to me, you need to be able to say to all of them.
1: Absolutely. I'm Dick. Dan- Thank you, Denarius. This is Jane. That's Balder.
5: So, um,. <laughs> And he goes, he kind of gets this weird look, he's like, "Uh, right, follow me. And so uh, he leads you into the town to where This guy, Denarius is basically the mayor of Dalry. Um, He is the town leader of sorts. And so he leads you into his small little house. And as you enter, Keen, you immediately it's a two-story house and so as you enter keen you immediately get this picture of you remember the um the steps like the stairs because you and kaylee used to play on it all the time in fact as you enter you walk in and you look around and you see that basically just two young half elves running down the steps and just playing with like wooden sticks and pretending they were swords and everything. And then they continue to run up the stairs. And before you know it, that uh, flashback has kind of disappeared. Is there anything you do?
2: Denarius? thank you for helping keep keep me protected right now i'm i'm not sure i'm remembering everything but coming back home it's it's starting to kick in
5: and he goes of course anything i
4: can do now the real question is how much do you remember i remember kale is kale with you
2: he's with me sometimes more than others but yes i believe he's always within me
5: he kind of gets that sad look and he just
4: goes so so he's dead then
2: well i didn't eat him
5: yeah obviously i'm just Obviously.
2: So, He's embodied within me.
5: Oh, yeah, but he doesn't know about the fact that you've basically absorbed his soul, is what
2: I'm saying. Oh, I get it. I get it.
5: And so um, and so he kind of he takes a moment and you see as he looks down, you see kind of like a tear running down his face. He uh brings it back up, he wipes it away, and he goes, Oh, at least that brings closure for one of you. But i've got you still yes so he goes tell me what is it that you want to remember i take it it's not much and uh he turns and he goes uh uh to the rest of the party and goes if there's any other questions that you feel free to allow at least Keen some time to think. By all means I am here.
4: Do
0: they sell little Keen statues?
5: And he goes, No, we've I've made it kind of a thing where we don't merchandise. Uh That's, my
2: adopted daughter. That could have been awesome. That could have been
0: really great.
5: Well, now that Christmas
2: tree ornaments.
5: Now that you're here, you can totally put that towards it. And we can use it for uh, we could use it for uh, merchandise and tourism.
0: Fundraising.
5: Fundraising, yes.
0: Denarius,
2: so, I don't know who I am.
4: And so he goes. I first found you and your brother when you were both toddlers.
5: You were, there was a caravan that had come through the city just a few days earlier. And as I was out hunting, I came across the wreckage of it. In that wreckage, I found both you and your brother.
4: You were the only survivors. So I took you home, and I raised you as my own. And by the time
5: you were twelve years old, your brother 14 was the day that you disappeared into that abandoned cathedral. And um, just as he continues on with this story, Gawain, you hear in your ear and goes, There is more to this story. And so as he goes, uh, as it says, there's more to this story. Um, immediately, like you kind of like are just scoping out the room and everything. And as you scope out the room, you actually turn and you see the guy from that um, original vision that you had when you touched the mirror sitting there, but nobody else seems to notice him.
1: Who does? I do. Yeah, you do. Uh, can i go over and talk to him
5: sure um as you you walk over there to go talk to him and he looks up to you and he goes do not worry they can't see anything that you're doing now
1: how does that work and
5: he kind well, of might
1: have experienced this before
5: he uh, kind of <laughs> he kind of does that thing where he just raises his hand and he goes magic Uh, so uh he looks to you and he goes "Do you really want to stop that future from happening
1: yes i've got to stop that future from happening
5: he turns to uh he turns to he basically turns and like looks you in the face and he goes whatever she finds causes it
1: so that future is connected to this to to what's going on with keen he nods so can i prevent her from finding it
5: that's what i'm telling you to do
1: or do i destroy it when she finds it
5: it is better that she does not know it at all okay and who are you In the end, he goes, You can call me Astiloth. Okay. And. uh, How do you know all this? So you say that to him while looking at Keen, and as you turn back, he is now
1: gone. Keen's now gone?
5: No, uh, the guy that you were talking to is now gone. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, around that time, Denarios finishes up his conversation, basically about how uh, how basically the whole town searched the area trying to find them, and then he does not know where they went ever since. And so he turns to he turns back to keen and goes, "Where have you been ever since?"
2: You know me, just scrounging looking for my, my next meal, but the only thing I've remembered about Dalry is Kale and Daenerys, now that we're here and you've, you're talking to me and we're back home, I'm, I'm remembering more, but I I really came to find out more about Kale And, she, and he goes,
5: he uh, looks at it for a second, and he, uh, he looks at you for a second and you see kind of like tears kind of welling up in his eyes and he just goes,
4: are you sure you want to go through this? It's
2: been too painful not to know.
4: He nods and he goes, We'll need to We'll need to go to the monastery then. I do not know what happened, but I feel if you were to go there, everything would
5: make more sense. And he turns to everybody else in the party and he goes, you, all of you,
4: you are a friend, right?
2: (laughs) That was so convincing. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Yes, We've correct, been
4: sitting correct, in silence for a while. Sorry, I, so. I have just been hanging on every word you've been saying.
5: <laughs> so, uh, and he goes- Interrupt. And he goes, he smiles a bit and he goes, good. Here's the deal. We shall go up there. But every order that I give, should it be that you take keen and you leave this place and you leave me behind, So be it.
3: I want you to promise me. I have no problem here promising that, buddy.
5: He uh, turns to you and he goes, you, I like you. (laughs) And so. um,
2: He's my bestie, just so you know.
5: And he goes makes sense and so he stands up and as he stands up you realize that he's kind of a towering dude he's like seven feet tall <laughs> and i'm and, a half elf right he's seven feet tall and immediately he goes to a wall and as he goes to a wall you see that there's an axe embedded into it and he grabs it and just pulls it out of the wall and um he exits and as he does he goes before we go There's a place that I would like to stop. Is that all right?
1: Body break? Not quite. Souvenir shop?
5: No. No, they
1: don't have those.
5: You'll remember when you
1: see it. Try and keep up.
5: And so uh, he leads the way, and as he leads the way, he kind of leads this way to what looks like a church in the city. And in the city, you see, and like, as you walk in, you see basically at the very center, where the pulpit would be, is a pile of stone. And in the very center of it lies what looks like a sword.
0: Like Excalibur?
5: Kind of. Think Excalibur, but not. You're not going to become royalty when you pull this one out of the stone.
2: If somebody left their sword behind that's a bummer And so, one sword
5: and so as he says that and he goes not quite this sword belonged to the greatest warrior amongst us this is a great sword and so it's a two handed sword and he goes this sword was was wielded by a person who knew immense anger and when that anger was unleashed upon their enemies well, oh god help them and uh keen as you watch as you enter you actually have a memory with this place and it kind of knows there another flashback and it's you and kale and you're just like playing around with it kind of using the sword as like one of those swing sets as you just swing over it when you were younger and then we see uh basically kale just trying to like pick it up but he's too small so he's literally just has it over his head trying to like pick it up and pull it out of the rock but it's not working and as you do so you uh, he accidentally like touches the blade and cuts himself on it and as you approach the blade you still see that actual spot of blood from kale on there so
2: i put my hand up to it i don't touch the sharp part but i <laughs> touch the blood
5: As you touch the sword, uh, you just hear one word in your mind, and it just says vengeance.
2: And I recoil. Keen, I,
1: I don't think you should touch that.
2: It's it's an old sword. It's been here a long time. It's Do you hear I'm that? Going anywhere. Did you hear
1: the story about the guy that wielded that sword? That anger, that anger sticks around. Anger of that that force and power it sticks around and it imbues itself into an object. I think that sword is dangerous and we should stay away from it.
2: Okie dokie.
5: And so he goes, and so uh, you turn and as you turn, you look at Darius he kind of looks kind of relieved that you're letting it go. And he goes, don't worry, I understand it is a very cool sword. Um, he goes, in fact, uh the person who wielded that sword was able to throw it and it would come back to him at any note notice and so uh he turns and he goes well,
1: well that would be nice
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, called you ever, boring. if you ever wanted to find out my favorite weapon ability it's basically the ability to throw a weapon and have it come back to you
3: so <laughs> um, that's called thor syndrome it really oh. is because like <laughs> it,
5: the first campaign I ever did, I literally gave everybody the ability to call back the rock because I just think it's cool as shit.
0: So. Um, it could be an Australian.
5: It could be too. Um, so basically, uh, Denarius turns and goes, I've done all that I need to do here. Shall we set out? Of course. And so, um, you guys set out for this area. And as you set out, you notice that like it is like spring, and I'm talking like in May sort of spring. And so um, basically everything is green and such. And so as soon as you reach a certain part, you notice that things are slowly like wilting. Like slowly it reaches an area where just everything is dead as you get closer and closer to the cathedral. as soon as you're on to the cathedral ground, everything looks like, you know how the look of like a forest fire is in the forest after it has raged and raged and raged? Think that around the immediate epicenter around the cathedral. Um, Yeah, so you guys, uh, it is quiet as far as you can tell. There's nothing here that you're aware of. There is just a statue. That looks like it's nearby some gravestones. But other than that, you don't really see a whole lot.
2: Walter, do you sense anything?
5: (laughs) Um, Roll a religion check to see. And now, a word from our sponsors. theaterform.com. That's theater with an E-R, not an R-E. Are you having trouble keeping records for your auditions?
0: No, I have Zoom. Yeah,
5: we used uh-huh. to. Well, we have the website for you. You see, Theatre Forms is a one-stop shop that allows you to store audition forms, resumes, and schedule conflicts all in one handy-to-use place. Don't believe
2: me? Just ask Cher. Cher? Yeah, I have used Theater Forms multiple times before when I'm auditioning. And I really like it because it allows me to be lazy. I load that sucker up with all my goodies, uh, including my cute headshot and my resume. And um, I can even connect it to like my talent profile. And then it's just like in there. And I really appreciate that because the next time I go, I just go, let me add a few more awesome things and I'm good to go.
5: Fantastic. Thank you as always, Cher.
1: I'd like to say I've seen, personally seen Cher change her headshot three times for one audition. So try that <laughs> with paper audition.
5: Oh, see? All right. And that is theater... keep guessing. <laughs> that is theaterforms.com, theater with an ER, not an R E. <gasps> So you rolled a nine. Um, so basically, this is telling you that um, you don't, like, there isn't any immediate danger. But that's it. That's all you can do. is like, there's no immediate danger. But this was once a site of great evil.
3: Well, I I don't feel anything now. But I know that this once was a terrible place.
2: Even the plants don't want to be alive around here.
3: And so as
5: you say that, Daenerys goes, yes. Whatever here, whatever was here, absolutely hated death. But all it was, all it brought was that. And so, um yeah so he walks up basically to the entrance to the cathedral there is a statue in the graveyard if you guys want to examine that real quick if not you guys can head in i'll
0: take a look at it i think
1: we need to look at the statue in the graveyard it
0: was out to us after
1: all maybe this one's of yuki
5: (laughs) all right so basically as you walk up to the statue you notice that like as you enter in each of the corner of this area is two crossbows that are now empty. And as you like walk into the entrance of it, because this uh, little graveyard area is fenced off, there used to be a trip wire, because you see like the area where the trip wire would have been spun up and where it would have like stopped, but you don't see the wire no more. As you uh, walk towards the statue, you notice that Gawain, the statue looks exactly like Astaloth, the person you just talked to. Oh. Yuki, you don't recognize this statue.
4: Okay. Yeah.
5: Does Balder? Balder can roll a religion check to see if he can. All right. Oh, man. You know, ironically enough, for a cleric, you just have the worst clericals. <laughs> uh, that's a five, and so you're like,
1: "Nope." Looks like a statue to me. I'd like to surreptitiously whisper to the statue and see if it answers. And he goes, "I don't want any of my friends to see this, though." And he goes,
5: "Ah, oh, yes, better times in a better time, better times in a much more lighter place." Who does the statue? Uh, the person behind you, because as you turn, you see him standing there.
1: Oh, oh. Um. So that astoloth that that sword was that it? I and he goes the strongest feeling about it,
5: but and and he goes no, that
1: sword is how, not it. How can I know what I'm looking for?
5: When the time comes, you will know.
1: By the time comes, it could be too late.
5: And so, um, as you turn to say that um, actually you don't, uh, he's not there and uh, he's not there, however, but you say that as the time comes, it might be too late and Yuki hears that.
0: That it's gonna to be too late?
5: Yeah, and by the time, he literally just say, he like literally turns and goes, by the time comes, it could be too late. And there's nobody there. And you just saw him do this.
0: You okay there, claim?
1: Yeah, yeah, fine.
0: What's, what's going to be too late?
1: Uh, too late for happy hour. I, I think we should be uh, looking for a tavern. Mm-hmm.
0: I absolutely agree with you.
5: Fantastic. Um, do you guys head over to the cathedral doors now? And Keen, have you been at the cathedral doors this whole time?
0: Yes. Yeah, I hurry on over. I'll let so, them know that happy hours coming up.
5: So you hurry on over, and they say that, but Keen, you don't hear it. You're looking at the doors, and you just remember being dre- like, you just remember seeing from far off, from a vantage point that you are currently not out seeing basically kale being drug into this cathedral through these doors
2: i place my hands on the doors
5: as you place your hands on the doors uh, and this is for me this is about to get emotionally heavy so just so everybody's aware as you place the hands on the door you open it well, it's so basically, you place the hands in the door immediately, you get taken back and when you get taken back, you just hear the sounds of thuds happening, like sounds of somebody hitting somebody over and over and over again. And as you go to open the door, you see basically um, this hooded figure with what looks like a mall that's basically in the shape of a skull and they are bringing it down on top of um, kale over and over again while basically people are amongst the down the aisles of it are seen to be chanting some sort of uh, some chant that basically is some sort of demonic chant to more or less perform a ritual. and. In this moment, you are back as your younger self. What do you do?
2: Protective circle! And I run and I jump on top of Kale.
5: So as you run to jump on top of Kale, roll me a dexterity saving throw. At disadvantage.
4: Ooh, that's unfortunate
5: so here
4: do, is what
1: do we see any of this no even her running in
5: no so basically what you were just seeing is she just places her hand on the door and she kind of freezes for a second oh. um basically um this is she runs in and as she runs in actually more and more of the people from the center just close in and just tackle keen and uh hold keen to the ground and you hear one of them go we did not plan for both of them and, uh, and he walks, walks up to the guy with the mall, and he goes, we did not plan for both of them. And they raised just one finger and he goes, maybe we had the wrong one. And so um, he turns and he goes, and so basically this whole time, we kind of just see Keynes just reaching out for Kale and is just like squirming and just going like, I'm trying to get to Kale basically at this point. And we see uh, the guy walk up and as he does so, we see that the Maul kind of slides down his hand a bit and he drags it across the floor. So you hear just the scraping of it against the stone as it comes up and he goes, maybe you are the Crimson Knight. And uh, he goes to bring up the staff and keen the last thing that you see is basically um kale and he is absolutely battered in front of you and you just see him just kind of like slowly moving his two fingers as if to try and reach out and do something but that's all he can do at this point he is so badly beaten from this um he goes he kind of just like puts out the two fingers to reach out and uh we just see this moment where Keen yells, Kale, and then a white light just appears from Keen and immediately envelops a room. And the next thing you know, and that's like, and then you are forced back into um, the here and now where you're still standing at that door.
0: And we saw that?
5: So you guys didn't see that. Keen saw that because all of this, Keen's just kind of like, she went up to the door and she froze, because she's remembering all of this now.
2: Did did Keen ever get to touch Kale when he was all bloody like that? And did she touch him?
5: As of this moment, you're not sure. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to enter to find that out.
2: The well, first thing I'm doing is I'm looking at my hands. So as blood on them.
5: As they're looking at your hands, immediately you like you do that first look, and there is blood on them. But when you blink and like kind of do that, like look, it, it's not there now.
1: And What's the matter? You froze for a second. Is is something happening?
2: This is where. This is where they took away my brother's body.
1: Sorry, I, I don't usually swear.
5: <laughs> and so um, basically, Keen appears next to you and he goes, You sure you want to go through with this?
2: Keen, is this what's best?
5: It's best if you want closure.
2: Am I dragging everyone else in?
4: I know as much as you do.
2: What about my friends? Well,
5: to be perfectly honest, you've been to hell and back with them already. Might as well kick in the door.
2: So I kick in the door.
5: So uh, we we see, like keen just look to you guys and just be like kind of collecting herself and then she just goes and kicks open the door and as you kick open the door um everybody else sees just an empty um cathedral there is a bunch of pews that are pushed off to the side that look like they weren't moved they were literally a powerful force pushed them off to the side and so as you enter you see basically Shadows. You see the one shadow of a person. You see another shadow of another person who's laying on the ground. And so you see what looks like, and these are two people that are on like the north north side of where the uh, altar is and everything. And then you see one person whose shadow stretches back towards the door. Keen, immediately you recognize this is where you, Keen, and the guy who's wielding the mall was um, as you enter immediately, you get taken back to the moment right afterwards. And you see that everything around you has gone, but keen kale is still there. And you quietly like, just force yourself over because what that did just drain the energy out of you. And you kind of like you roll them over and, um, he doesn't say anything as you do kale
2: kale talk to me kale
5: and so kale! uh yeah we get that little moment and we just see uh basically Keen start to break down in tears and as she does so again another burst of energy comes out um and next thing we know everything goes white and you this And you are back immediately in this moment.
2: Kale, are you here? So you hear. Talk to me.
5: And so you hear him go. Holy shit!
4: That was pretty heavy, wasn't it?
2: They've killed you here once. I don't want them to kill you again.
5: That's all right. Seems like that evil's gone, so we don't have to worry about that.
2: Balder? Do that thing again where you sense if there's evil.
5: So roll of religion.
2: Like look at your necklace or whatever you've got around your neck. Just help me here.
5: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) so uh balder you roll an 11 so immediately you kind of take that necklace out and it's i mean it's like think of like a heat semblance that has now dissipated and is almost gone but it's still somewhat there it's Mm -hmm. still it's a little there but it's not like anything to be really worried about
3: uh keen i'm i am i am not really uh getting much over here maybe if you tell me what you're looking for i could figure it out
2: that's the problem i don't really know
3: i just i think i think it's a little weird though that That you haven't shared all this with us before. Not even with me. I mean, I couldn't remember it
2: all. You know, I would have told you.
3: Could you not remember it or did you not want to remember it? I'm not mad at you. I'm just, I don't know. And I don't know how I can help.
2: I thought it was too painful to remember. And now it's too painful to forget.
5: And so, uh, Kale appears across the room, kind of sitting in a pew, I think like, punk rocker style, so he's sitting on top of it with his legs on that where the seat is. And he just goes, you should tell him everything, Keen.
2: Kale, make it so they can see you. Kale, you've got to help me.
5: And so uh, you hear Keen say that, and so roll me a wisdom saving throw.
1: Who? Keen.
5: Okay. Okay. So immediately we see basically uh, Keen, we see just this light stretched down from like where a broken stained glass window is and it sh- shines there and immediately we see key a kale <sighs> appear, and it looks kind of like keen but more like a male version of keen basically and so he turns and he turns to all of you the rest of the party and he goes
3: hey whoa
5: immediately you see denarius from the back of the church goes you hear him gasp a little bit and immediately denarius uh, just kind of like moves forward kind of like moving you guys out of the way and he goes okay oh, and he goes oh, hi denarius or oh, i used to call you dan <laughs> and um you see that uh denarius is basically like welling up and he's, he's like and Daenerys just goes,
4: I want to hug you, but I don't know if I can. And he goes,
5: unfortunately, um, Kale lowers his head a bit, and he just goes, I don't think you can either, but... And he turns over to Keen and he goes, you can hug Keen for me and I'll, I'll feel it. And so immediately Daenerys goes over and hugs Keen, and he turn and Kale turns to you guys and he goes, what do you want to know?
1: How so do we know you're really kale?
5: I guess I'll have to roll an insight check. I am very uh, insightful today. With a very insightful check, you realize that this is a spinning image from the guy in the statue.
1: Oh, so it was going to be obvious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and also that Keen knows it's him. Right? But That's just looks.
1: Not also
5: that Denarius, who raised him, knows it's him.
0: Again, it's just looks. <laughs> That's enough
2: for me.
5: <laughs> and so... Uh,
2: Kale, Kale, what is our future? what and, do we have to do next to move on
5: and so he goes i don't know all i can do is tell them what happened here and so uh he begins to tell the story basically of what happened um and just catching up with those memories that you that keen has seen but you guys have not seen up to this point point. and so he turns and he goes whatever ritual that they were planning was um i don't think they got the wrong one i think they were intending it for keen and after her initial power burst she came in to prevent me from disappearing entirely she ended up absorbing part of my soul
2: we've been together ever since but there's times where it's not as strong and those times are longer and longer and i'm afraid you'll disappear completely
5: yes and so he turns to you and he goes i'll be here i'm with you till the end of the line and so roll me another wisdom saving throw That's a five. And so as soon as he finishes that end of the line, he blinks out. And we see Keen just like drop to her knees.
4: Kale.
5: And as you look up, you see that like running down her face is a bloody nose from the whole incident. Uh, what do you guys do?
3: Boulder um looks towards. Denar Denarius, 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 and demands Uh, for him to tell us what's really going on because Boulder feels that Denarius knows more of the missing pieces that we haven't seen. And and
5: so Denarius kind of looks and he goes, "Look, I
3: don't know much more than." which I was just told okay Boulder for me. gets Boulder gets more aggressive and like wants to know like really what's happening and what happened to his friend he's like emotional because it's like it's like that moment where you see your friend fall and then like you look at the other person because you think they're not telling you the truth and so um as you do so as you like
5: uh trying to like kind of get there to, like, size him up and everything. Uh, He goes, Look, I know
4: that you care about Keen. I care about Keen. I raised her as if she was one of my own. And I have had to carry the closure of the fact that I thought she was dead for the last ten years. I know know more than you do. I just saw my son for the first time in ten years. If I knew everything, I would have told you it.
3: Okay.
5: And as you do so, you kind of notice that it has like a seven-foot tall. This guy is this guy is literally jacked. even at his age of like 65 this guy is jacked and um you immediately get this menacing presence from it it's not like menacing as in i am an evil sort of dude it's menacing as in like you are crossing a line you shouldn't be
2: and i reach up to denarius and he bends over our foreheads touch And I say, I had forgotten you. But I feel you now. I feel your love. I'm remembering it now.
5: And so uh, you see them smiling, and it's actually like he's once again welling up with tears. And he goes, It is okay. No matter how long it would have taken, I never would have
4: forgotten you.
5: And he turns, and as he does, so he kind of stands up and he turns and he looks outside and he goes. Come, we should not be here after dark. Let's go. So he reaches out a hand and you grab it and he lifts you up. Is there anything else you guys want to do before we leave this area?
1: I'd like to pull Yuki aside and talk with her. But maybe while we're walking.
5: So as we're walking back, uh, we see Gawain pull Yuki aside.
1: Yuki, okay. Earlier, when I was saying that if we wait till the time comes, it might be too late.
0: Yeah, happy okay. hour.
1: It wasn't about happy hour. <laughs> happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy. That hour. was just a clever ruse. <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> no, listen. There's a guy that's been talking to me, but I don't think anyone else can see him. In fact, he said nobody else can see him. And he... I don't know what to do, because he said that if if Keen finds what she's looking for, I think that there'll be a disastrous future. But I don't know what it is, and he won't tell me. That was the second time I was talking to him, and... And he said oh you'll know when the time comes it's like when the time comes that doesn't help me i'm freaking out here yuki okay you gotta you gotta help me at least keep an eye on what's going on i thought it was the sword at first but it wasn't just help me look for signs that there is something evil that's gonna be tripped soon
0: okay
1: i don't know what else to say
0: it's okay I'm, I'm you shared it with me we got two eyes on this now four eyes. Um, I just I just want to double check with you going that Keen already had someone that no one else could see. this is not the same thing.
1: no no this this guy's called Astoloth.
0: okay. And you and it you looks him.
1: It, and we just saw we just saw Kale. It's, it's not the same guy. Okay. Um. And I've seen him before.
0: So I gotta watch out for keen to not do something.
1: I don't know. I don't want to stand in the way of her finding. about her brother but if what if that's what it is that'll bring about this disaster oh oh the guy i'm talking to it was the statue we were looking at back there not the one not the one of keen and kale but the the one in the cemetery just outside the church oh that so i don't know if that helps you (laughs) maybe you'll see him too i don't know
0: hmm
1: But he never sticks around long enough to answer any questions
0: okay i'll keep an eye out thank you for sharing that with me
1: i almost feel like we have to try and pull out of this whole thing but i know keen will never go along with that
0: and if we try to keep her from remembering her past that could divide us
1: yeah
5: all right is there
4: anything we else just here? have
1: to figure out what the one thing is i guess so okay. let's keep let's look for that
5: okay all right so as you guys walk back further down in the cathedral there is a lava like think of your generic um b b e e b b e g layer where there is just like lava everywhere and like this little area where everybody would fight and then when the time comes it'll crumble away <laughs> we see basically what looks like a figure running towards the center of it and they immediately kneel placing their hand down and it goes my lord it's been many years since you have
4: shown your face but I have news for you see the girl she is here
5: and we know it is her for she is the one that absorbed that boy soul years ago and immediately we see basically this dark energy kind of just like swirling around and immediately just this black blackened skull appears with fire in the eyes and it goes bring her to me prepare the ritual and uh yeah we cut back to um dalry as you guys arrive back in town um do you guys do anything or because it's now it's nighttime uh do you guys do anything uh denario says i have enough room for all of you if you'd like to stay at my house
2: you guys want to see my old
3: bedroom you <laughs> have grog you got enough food for all of us and he
5: goes and he's like i have enough food for everyone we'll are you anything. sure
3: uh,
5: <laughs> i'm not entirely sure but we'll we'll do what we can
1: we will happily accept your kindly invitation sir
5: sounds good and so you guys head back to the house um is there anything you'd like to do or shall we call it a night per se call it a night
2: okay
3: per se (laughs) all right no it it just reminds me of south park where they're like per se (laughs) 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 okay so uh here is what's going to happen
5: who who's rooming where
2: well i'm in my old bedroom
5: there are technically three bedrooms, so one person will have to double up.
0: Keen, do you mind gonna... if I uh, be- bunk with you? Come on in. Bunk, bunk, bunk.
5: All right. So,
0: Can I give a big wink to Gawain.
5: <laughs> that can't be misconstrued at all. <laughs> so, uh, for a
1: thumbs up.
5: all right fantastic um everybody else is like what's with you guys later that night kaz you wake up in a forest darn forest and this time around as you wake up the forest fire is all around you
3: Boulder stands in the center and just screams, fine, come and get me.
5: And just as you do, you wake up to
3: immediately the
5: relic around your neck is searing hot. You stand up, you grab it, you walk over to the door, you open it up, and all of Dahlia around you is in flames. And that is where we're ending tonight's session. So, so
1: uh as always uh thank balder you you get to share in my immense sense of dread
3: (laughs) so uh something tells me it's got something to do with that sword i done made that wilt
5: fire so uh (laughs) as i was saying this is eden prairie players presents episode episode 12 homecoming i am tim williams i'm joined by the great david durkey share uf taryn verley and kaz lauren uh the album art was done by the great jenny manello and uh, the music was our dying star by jean paul zogby um yeah so as we wrap up i'll give one more chance to go around and plug what you're working on and yeah just gonna say great at session tonight guys so uh yeah Let's uh start with the reverse. David, what do you got to plug? Uh
1: nothing new since the top of the hour.
5: Fair enough. Uh Cher, what about you?
1: Till next time I'm just spooning with Yuki.
5: <laughs> and Taryn, how about you? TMI.
0: Um, we have enough time until August 5th through 8th, um, when my play <laughs> Darling is coming for you to. For you
5: to uh, All right. um, for those at home who don't have Zoom and can't watch this, uh, David just showed basically a TMI jar when uh, Cher said she was going to be spooning with Yuki. So anyway, but then uh, to drop
1: a coin in the jar for giving too much information. <laughs> Fine.
5: Uh, Yuki, uh, I'm sorry, Taryn, you go ahead and share again what you're doing.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna start over. Yeah.
5: <laughs> keep interrupting Taryn over here
0: um my play Darling will be August 5th through the 8th in Minnesota so anyone from out of country it's plenty of time for you to buy a ticket here um love to meet you and uh if you want to check out the website it is lfsummermusical.com
3: all right and Kaz what do you got for me hey I got so much stuff that I can't even talk about at all so Follow yeah. me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at L O R E N, and you can see what I'm all up to from drag to drab. It's going to be an amazing, amazing summer. So Fantastic. Follow What's me. What's your
2: drag name?
3: Have you gotten one yet? Oh, I haven't come up with one yet. Ooh. It's still Virginia. in the works. I, I, we I, I, we I, I,
5: wait. We await anxiously for your reveal on the podcast, which your
3: name's gonna be. I haven't, like, put the whole thing together yet, and I feel like once I fully embody the whole character, I'll uh, have a name. That's you fair. will know. Um, yeah, and I have one last little bit of
5: announcement. We gained a new country that I did not announce at the last time we recorded. We, we would like to thank the... Uh, Pangea country of Egypt for listening.
3: Yeah. Awesome.
5: So thank you Egypt. Um and yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you later. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.